Hello, uh, Peter. How are you doing? And you're welcome to this week's uh, Connacht chat. And uh, yeah, so it's uh, interesting times for Connacht rugby at the moment. And uh, of course, as we saw there two weeks ago, they had a great win over uh, over Leinster, but unfortunately, they they couldn't uh, they couldn't follow that up with another win. But however, that that said, um, they did perform very well, but they were just kind of unlucky on the day against a against a very good Munster team. Hello, Aidan. Yeah, that, that's right. Uh, correct. Um, so it's a pity. Yeah, we so uh, be, lost Ulster, then went up to Dublin the following week and and beat Leinster, and then came back to Galway and lost against Munster. Unfortunately, so unusually enough, two home defeats and one away win against. Leinster, who'd probably be the best team in the competition. So, a little bit unusual. Um, you know, after the delight of the Leinster game, I'd say they're a small bit disappointed um, not beating Munster, but that was a tough uh, physical game. Um, and the Vosprey is now in two weeks' time. So, again, a chance for them to recover. But uh, the, the main thing about that Munster game, I found was the, was the scrum. The scrum made a fair bit of an impact and it nearly got Connacht back into the game because Munster went ahead or whatever and what was keeping Connacht in the game was a dominant scrum. So, you know, they pushed Munster fairly much off the ball just before half-time Connacht from that penalty to kick the penalty and they got a good number of penalties from from the scrum. So that, that was good to see, obviously, me being the scrum doctor. Uh, but... You know, um, so to be a little bit disappointed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I focused in on that. But no, fair play to Munster as well, coming up to Connacht and winning. You know, uh, one time, I, I suppose Connacht would have been, uh, you know, a handy win for all the provinces, but it's not anymore, uh, thank God. So um, Munster would be very happy coming to Galway and taking a win. That's it, and uh, but you know it's it's not all lost for Connacht there. There, this isn't a bad con. Like when you look at the Connacht squad, there are some very handy players, and it's good to see Jack Carty he played very well. Um, scored a personal best uh, regarding points against Leinster, and uh, you know he played didn't play too bad against Munster, but uh, yeah. you know he still has a bit to kind of go to be considered um like as a serious starter for the Ireland team, but. Uh, I suppose, really, I know a lot of some people would say, like, you know, it's nothing not to get too excited or carried away about it, but uh, he is he is kind of on the right track. And, uh, you know, if uh, Bundyaki got back, came back as well from injury and that and different things, and a couple of Ulton Delan is another guy that's not playing too bad at the moment. So, you know, if they keep ticking yeah. along and, and kind of improving, improving, you know, improve week, week in, week out, then. Uh, you know they can they can they can do well in the in the Pro 14 and indeed even in your in the European champ in the Champions Cup. Yeah, oh look, they're going well. They're going well. Um, and as you say, some good players playing well. Um, putting their hand up for the Irish team. I think Jack Carty's definitely uh, deserves a chance. Um, uh, it's funny and. In, in sport, like, you know, he was the hero of the week before. And then, like, he had a decent game at the weekend, but then he got slated, slated yeah. by 
mainly Connacht fans, like the week later. And sure, that's and the same people that were telling him he was great the week before. So, look, Jesus, people want, want to cop on a small bit. Like, it's, it's in my opinion, yeah. it's only rugby, like, at the end of the day. It's only sport. Lad goes out and does his best. And, you know, um, had a great game the week before and had a decent game this week. And he gets slated for having a decent game. Like, you know, I, I, I don't understand that. But the long enough short of it, I think he's worth... Um, games over this Six Nations and himself and um, um, oh Jenny the name's just gone out of my head starting for Ulster week in week yeah. out uh, at number 10 um, oh it's gone out of my head sorry but that chap is a, a sure I played with him I, I anyway um, uh, the two lads are playing week in week out very well with the provinces so I think they should be at least given a chance to prove themselves to you know be at least a bit of opposition for for Johnny Sexton for that starting spot That's it and I suppose really we, we can look br- briefly ahead now we, we'll uh, look ahead to it in more detail uh, because I know they're, they're, they're off this weekend uh, Connacht don't have a, a game this weekend so um, you know, in two weeks' time, we 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 can look in more depth uh, into this into the Ospreys game. But what what are your thoughts, kind of briefly, on that game? Yeah, that's a that's a strange one. It was called off because of COVID over November, and then they moved it out to February. But now that the Heineken Cup pool games are kind of done with, they've brought it back because there's a there's a a slot in the schedule. So, um, ah, look, it's a, it's a home game. So again, anytime Connacht are home, um, I'd be expecting them to win. That's it. And, uh, you know, it'd be nice to see, it'd be nice to see them, them doing well and things like that. But I suppose on the other hand, now kind of going on to the international, uh, slot for a minute. And, uh, we need to mention the, the Connacht ladies and, uh, you know that's kind of you know at international level that's uh, the six na the ladies six nations is called off. But we'll we'll uh, cover the um the Connacht ladies and the the, the Ireland ladies yeah. team. You know with regard to the Irish ladies to uh, the six nations uh, the ladies six nations being called off. But we'll we'll uh, mention the uh, the lady the Connacht ladies team first of all. Yeah, yeah. I, I was actually, um, I was only looking at the uh, tries of the season. So if people go on to the Connacht website, it's absolutely worth having a watch. Watch, Giddy, there were some great tries um, over the season. So they're they're picking the try of the season. So like, it, it's great. It's great to watch women's rugby from time to time. I I definitely recommend it to anyone. Now, I'd be a small bit biased. I did coach the Ireland women's team a couple of years ago, but um, so I've watched an awful lot of women's rugby and I keep involved in it. It's a bloody, bloody good game and more people should maybe tune into it. And, you know, there's more and more girls and women playing the game, which is fantastic. And, um, uh, you know, look, it's it's not it's a different type of game, and it's a game that's more realistic to people. Like if people watch professional men playing, it's pretty much big bish bosh, smash kill kind of stuff. Whereas the women's game, even at the top level, they, they're running for space. They're they're looking to create space, offload, and a lot more continuity. And and you get the you get the big hits as well. Now, not to the same extent of the lads, but. I find just an enjoyable uh, game to watch, whether live or 
are on the telly. So it's, it's definitely watch, uh, taking a look at the tries of the season. It's on the Connacht uh, website for the women's uh, try of the season. Um, the women's Six Nations being cancelled along with the under-20s uh, Six Nations because of, because of COVID. Um, so that that is unfortunate. Um but hopefully, like it might still get played, it might get still compl- played. You know, you know, come once these vaccines and all that kind of stuff come out, um, it it might be might be on the go again. Look, England and France pretty much are very well ahead in the women's game. They're pretty much professional, but with COVID and everything, you know, there are a few in England haven't been making as much money. So they've actually cut um, funding to some of the English players. So they're, they've gone, they were amateur, they went professional for a year or two and now they're back amateur again. And I think the same thing has happened to French. So uh, it, it's not well, ideal. It's, now, isn't it? it's more of a well, level it is, it is, but it, it is money-wise, but in those two years going f- fully professional, they're two years ahead. You know, yeah. uh, I think England and France are getting further and further ahead of the other four teams in the Six Nations uh, yeah. because we're not putting the funding into developing the women's game as much as they are. Now, if you will say they don't have the money, but it's like anything else, if... If if it's one of your priorities, you'll find it. So you know. Yeah. Um, uh, but then you know, you can't argue with anything at the moment because there is no money. Like they are, the IRFU are struggling. You know, so it's it's very important that the men's like the the only real reason the men's Six Nation is going ahead is because of money. Because you know all the all the rugby unions are they're in dire straits financing without the Six Nations. The Six Nations is the big earner. Yeah, it's for everything else. So it needs to happen, and so it's going to happen in the men's, and hopefully the under twenties and women's will will happen uh, later on in the year. That's it, because um, I suppose really it's uh, you know other other than that, if the Six Nations didn't go ahead, I mean the, obviously the IRFU and other associations around Europe and around the world would suffer. So I suppose in in, uh, in Ireland's case, if it didn't go ahead, that they'd start, they'd need to be, they'd need to get a grant or money from the government if that was the case, if the Six Nations didn't go ahead because it's a huge source of income for each each team that takes part in the Six Nations. But uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully it'll get, it'll get sorted and, uh, you know, we'll be able to be, uh, it'll be more positive in the, the coming months and things will start going back to, uh, I suppose, the, the buzzword is a new normal. So mm. thanks very much um, for your time there, uh, Peter. And uh, we look forward to talking to you again in two weeks' time where we'd be looking at, we'd be looking ahead to the Ospreys game. You're very welcome, Aidan. Always great to chat. Looking forward to two weeks' time. No problem. Thanks very much. And that was Peter Bracken, the former, uh, former Connacht Munster Wasps and Ireland player.